Hello and welcome to Carrots Minus Suffering, our vacation specials where we talk about various D&D classes and what we think about them. At the end, we kind of score them and that's kind of fun. Mostly this is for when we're on vacation or sometimes it's for when there's just not enough staff in the entire medical industry. All right, today we're talking about a monk and excitingly we have brought on two players from our other tables who have both played monks. So I'd like to introduce Aaron. Aaron, say hello. Hello. And Chris. Hello. So bringing Aaron and Chris into the Mandy, Nate, and Julie conversation, let us start with what is a monk? I've only played a monk this one time, but I'm currently playing in an Eberron game. And my experience of what the monk is from a party dynamics perspective is like a light fighter with a sprinkling of extra bonus fun features that have to do with melee. Depending on how balanced your party is or isn't, you can be a tiny tank or you can be more of a dex type fighter to help balance out what's going on in combat. Because monks get to have some pretty fun backgrounds and traditions, a lot of that can play into your character building for what kind of character they're going to be within the party and and as they interact with other characters and situations. I played a monk in a Ravenloft game that was a split class with a cleric, and that was a little confusing, but I went with the motif of a religious warrior, and I tried to balance off the fact that I was a martial religious warrior with an aesthetic that evolved throughout the campaign, and it made me realize later that at least half of what I thought a monk was, was not what a monk actually was. (laughs) And that was fascinating to discover when watching someone else play a monk for the first time and how different it was. So it's way more open-ended than I've always thought a monk to be. I would define a monk as a person who strives to harness the magical capability of their own body and seeks like a physical and spiritual perfection through this practice. Chris's example of multi-classing a monk with a cleric is is kind of an interesting illustration of some initial confusion I had about a monk because, and this, this comes from defining the word monk in the real world, which can have different meanings, whether you're in the East or in your, or whether you're in the West, <laughs> having spent some time affiliated with the Catholic church, the word monk to me refers to Benedictine monks, Dominican monks, Franciscan monks, you know, priests in simple robes. There's a whole Eastern cache of monks like the Shaolin monks who study martial arts. <laughs> and it's a very different, I mean, we're using the same word. I mean, and this might be a limitation on English, but we use the same word to refer to both of these types of people. And I think what was interesting about Chris's character was it was kind of a blending of both. He was a cleric who was, you know, decidedly a priest in a church that was sort of a Western style model of church. And then he was a martial arts monk, which refers more to an Eastern model of what that word means. And I would say a monk is your Kung Fu fighter. Mm -hmm. And I would just leave it at that. All right, first question. What is your favorite part of the monk class? So I think in in playing the monk that I'm playing right now, I really appreciate that 
because from a character perspective, they come into the role with a philosophy. In my interpretation and in my background for, for the character, one that is very much about balance in all things. So going more with the Eastern chiefs, but then also being a fighter has meant that when you get into levels that allow you to harness key, which is one of the specialty characteristics of the monk, means that you're able to either do more when you interact with the characters, as in punch harder or reach further, or affect your opponent's energy, their key. Uh, everything from preventing them from taking additional actions to having them become prone. So this ability to act sort of outside your own sphere of, of body as a monk by harnessing this key is, well, super unique to the character type. And one, one thing that I'm still uh, having fun playing with and discovering. Not having played one before, it's hard to answer that question. I think many of the things that really seem appealing to me about the monk classes are some of the things that are unlocked at higher levels. I would agree with Aaron that part of the, the appeal of the monk concept is like there are a built-in defining background or philosophy that you can develop for your character, which is fun for role play. The, the concept of the keys is probably the most interesting. And, and, but I mean, the keys are kind of a building block for the, the monastic tradition, you know, the, the way of the open hand, the way of the shadow and the way of the four elements. And I think what surprised me about the keys when I was cramming 20 minutes ago, how many keys you build up. And so the monk gets fairly powerful fairly quickly in, a, in kind of a subtle way. If you're playing the monk wrong, like I did the first time and thought that my key reset only after a long rest, never after a short rest, and I, then I felt that I was way underpowered, oh, which bummer. was a learning curve, which is so frustrating. Because let me tell you, stunning strike, the ability to take away an enemy's ability to do anything for an entire round, massive. Yeah. And the look on a player's face the first time you make them fight an NPC monk that catches the missiles that they fire at them and throws them back. I will admit in playing the monk, I keep waiting for someone to shoot an arrow at me. Like, bring it. Because I, <laughs> I am so ready to catch it and throw it back. And this happened once in gameplay so far. And I pounced on the opportunity to throw that missile back. It was very effective. That so was you, a message, Chris. You need to fire more arrows at Aaron's character. <laughs> right. Back to the role-playing characteristics. I came into it with Kung Fu Panda, my, my brilliant animated true-to-life story of what a monk should be. And that helped me a lot, I think, in visualizing what I could do. So I go into encounters with the idea of I can climb up ropes and I can leap and bound off obstacles. I describe the monk as a light fighter because they're designed to be hand-to-hand, -hand, but they aren't a strength fighter. They are a dex fighter. So similar to a rogue in some ways, they're maneuverable, they're quick, but they literally throw punches. And <laughs> so that's been a fun thing to play with. I wanted to say that the, the key reminded me a lot of sorcery points for the, the sorcerer. And then Another really amazing thing about the monk is is maneuverability and the sense that, you know, the enemy could be on the other side of the castle down below the wall and you're like, oh, no problem. I'll just jump off that wall and move more movement than anybody else in the battlefield should be really reasonably have and arrive 
at the enemy and punches them in the face. And you're like, wait a minute, what just happened? Yeah. Maybe my catchphrase for monks is, wait a minute, what just happened? This is, again, an impression of looking at the monk on paper, having not played one, but watching two monks in the same game, but who did their went about their builds differently, because I think you, you, you two approach your builds quite differently. It seems like the monk is a really great standalone class. It, it seems like the monk's strength comes from building just monk levels. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm playing a pure monk, and don't feel I'm missing anything. Character does build as I level up. It feels slow to me because of course I want to be super powered right off of the gate, but but the the addition of key at, at each level and the new things you can do with that key as you as you level up keeps it interesting as the character grows. So the thing that I like most about the monk is the descriptive potential of it. I don't think there's like one mechanic that really speaks to me. And I actually feel like a few of their mechanics could use a little boost in my, in my personal opinion. But I think the thing that's really interesting is the, the descriptive power of being a monk allows you to make combat more interesting, right? Because co combat can always can become very rote where you're like, I attack, do I hit, I roll the dice. Whereas with the monk, you can you can have a lot more wire foo, crouching tiger, hidden dragon kind of descriptions of your combat. And I think that's really powerful and really motivating, like a good reason to play the monk as a as a class. I would agree. I think that the storytelling piece, that the character piece that gets built in as you picture a typical martial arts type monk fighting. It's even more funny when you go to do something phenomenal and you've you've queued it all up and you've told your story and you're gonna two rolling somersaults into a flying kick to the head and then onto the other side of the wall and, and you roll a one and then you have to figure out what went wrong. You're like, oh no, the banana peel. And <laughs> <laughs> so it all it all gets very visual from a, from an imagination standpoint. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that the visual potential of combat, I, I agree, I agree, Nate, that, that the potential for that is something that can keep combat interesting where it does get very run of the mill. Like for a lot of the other classes, like you use the same weapons, the same spells, you know, you're, you're, you're doing a lot of repetition work in those combat scenarios. So yeah, it can, you can get pretty creative. I played a bunk once for a a couple of one shots in a row and I made the character and it was it was absolutely a silly throwaway concept so his name was John John and he had a he had a copy of the Swoley Bible and he worshipped CrossFit <laughs> every time something would happen I'd be like can I solve this problem by being really athletic and then my backup plan was punching things and it was really fun but you know it was also a one-shot concept so I haven't played a monk in the like let's go through a whole campaign kind of world and um, I struggle a little bit in imagining good monk concepts sort of like how the druid I struggle with because I have no affinity with nature similarly the monk I have no affinity with the gym or athletics you have no zen is what you're yeah saying. yeah or meditation <laughs> no I can't chill at all it's not a thing it's sort of like you had the misgiving with the bard being musical like you wanted a bard who was a chef or a bard who like had some other like a juggler or something like you didn't want you didn't want a musical bard <laughs> again my affinity i love music i have no creative skill set for it so i always struggle sometimes with certain classes because they just don't jive with my brain i don't sit down and think like oh this would be an awesome concept mm -hmm. with monk i really have to rack my brain to find a cool thing to do but in my mind like um 
a monk character could have the potential to make a great party mediator because I the concept <laughs> I have in my mind of a monk is not necessarily one that always goes looking for a fight. They're very proficient. Yeah. Well, Nate, yeah. you could do, I mean, like, think think of some of the variety of the Kung Fu movies. I mean, you have Legend of Drunken Master, where there's an entire martial art built around drunkenness. You could have a monk built around something that you do resonate with. Drunkenness actually isn't something I resonate with. I know, but I, get what you're I know. Going that was for. just an example. It was just an example. <laughs> but, but well, can... and, and that is an additional path that they opened up in one of the expansion books. I, I watched a lot of kung fu type movie clips to get a variety of who could my monk be when I was coming up with my character. And, and Kung Fu Panda was the big one because it was this, like, you know, clumsy oaf who really wasn't all that interested in fighting and yet got sucked into this world of, of fighting and does act as a mediator in many ways, is looking for balance, is wanting to achieve what's what's right for all parties. But when someone throws the first punch is, is going to get in there to throw the second punch and make sure we end up on top kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I forget which martial arts movie I was watching. I think it was like a sequel to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. But it had a, a really charming scene in it in which the, the heroes of the party that will be assembling come together and they're all introducing themselves as this fight breaks out and something like i am so and so champion of this city the comic relief character who is the drunken master is like and i am turtle ma champion of this tavern <laughs> what is the role of a monk in the party it does seem to be a character type that would lend itself to mediating around fights as much as possible but not necessarily i mean i guess it's not a it's not a go-to Certainly in the game that I'm playing right now, our, our party <clears throat> was not typically balanced. And so I am the tank as the monk, which is a bit of an odd fit because I'm not that tough, but it just means that how we play the game has to get tilted a little bit to, to work around that from a, from a party mechanics, you know, party approach is going to be the one who will deal out damage and take some damage and hope that they've got someone with healing ability as their best friend because while a monk does get the ability to heal themselves at higher levels they're they're gonna get in trouble a lot sooner than that kicks in so <laughs> if you want to play a a fighter of some kind but but don't like taking things head on all the time a monk would be a really good fit my favorite thing about that your monk is the trope that has already occurred this early in the game in which other characters that are in your party are like, oh, you're amazing in combat. So you're really strong. You should be able to do this thing. And the monk's like, uh, no. No, I'm not. Our bard is stronger than I am. I am not strong. Uh, again, I'll go back around to the, the, again, the maneuverability means that a monk's placement in the context of the battlefield is very fluid and can change and adjust quickly and i think that is one of its unsung moments is that it can go open the door and then beat up a bad guy and then manipulate the key for the next room and then trip out another bad guy because you can move around and you can use your key to disengage or stop a reaction or the like means that you have a bunch of choices the flip side of that is that 
it means it can be unnecessarily complex because you have so many choices that you could, you know, analysis paralysis when what should I be doing? How would you grade the monk? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and offer my grade first. I'm going to give the monk a B and I'm choosing a B because I feel like the coolest features come very late in the game. If I could redesign the monk, it would get lesser versions of its cool powers earlier so that it could be more stylistic at earlier levels. But I think it's still a really interesting class, even if I personally struggle to make compelling concepts inside of it. I'm going to give it an A, and here's why. One, I think monks are a lot of fun to play. I think you get all of the character potential just with the role of monk and figuring out how you want to play that. And then you have all of the mechanical options to be very active in the game, whether that's with social uh, interactions or with, with fighting interactions. Previously, I might have ranked the rogue way up there. The, the, the monk is now probably one of my favorites to play. I would give a monk an A-. minus mostly because I actually bothered to read it in full detail. It actually, to me, feels very front-loaded on all many of the things that it gets, and that when you hit essentially level six, you have everything you need to run the monk with all of the cool crap, and everything else is just flavor, which is fun. But I think given the life cycle of most games, hitting your stride the middle of your potential growth arc, because most games don't last beyond 12 or 13 at this point, they just don't, is great. It means it's at the top of the pack. In my reading of it, I think I said this to, to Nate earlier, I would have probably given it a B minus because I agree with Nate's statement about it seeming weak earlier on and, and the real flavor that you would want in the character coming at much later levels that you might not actually reach it but but i'm i'm willing to pedal that back and say a b and that i would be willing to to give it a try hearing hearing people talk about the things that really excite them i think it would be enjoyable to try the concept i'm gonna give the monk an a minus i i think what i like about it is that it's automatically a fairly complex character to build like they, they just they give you so many options and as chris said it you know towards the beginning like there are a lot of variations and directions it, it, from a role-playing sense that you could go with your monk and also a lot of different mechanical builds you can do i also have misgivings about how many things only become available at level 17 like i, I kind of feel like that's a ripoff <laughs> but also as chris pointed out you can hit a stride at level six my problem is there's not a lot of gain between level six and level 17 and so if you're playing to 13 or 14 you're not going to see a whole lot of significant change between level six and level level 17 so like i i feel like that could get a little boring at that point but i've never played a monk so i don't really know all right i think we on average came out to about an a minus so if you disagree internet great let us know hound us (laughs) we want the traffic It's, it's, if you disagree, increase our internet traffic. There you go, everybody. <laughs> All right, everybody. That was Carrots Minus Suffering, The Monk. <laughs> we'll be back to you with regular content soon. Bye.